Welcome, welcome. Not Man Enough Podcast. We're back. Everyone's here. We got Matt. We got Sam. We got Trent. And we got me. Yeah. So we just finished up our uh, series on um, spiritual warfare. If you've listened to that, well, we're, we're done with that one. So um, we're going to equip to go into the depths of battle. Yeah. <laughs> the depths of battle. I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is going to be an interesting one today. I can tell already. Um, maybe not for the listener. <laughs> just, just for us. Just for us. Our brains were baked by the sun today because it was so hot. It, so. Yeah. We were not baked. Every- <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's all we Don't no. misunderstand. <laughs> So we are going to we are going to start uh kind of a new series but it's not necessarily going to be all bundled together. It's going to be throughout and we're just going to start um focusing in on um the men of the Bible and we're going to be Christ-centric in it. And so we're going to we're going to show how these men were men of faith and and where you know their faith really is shown through and and you know how they are to be you know, looked at in positive ways, obviously, but and we look also, at their failures as well. Yeah, so we're going to look at their failures, but also we're going to see how Christ, in a more ultimate sense, either fulfills or or, or does what they couldn't do, uh, whatever it might be. And so that's what where we're at. We're going to start. Um, like I said, I'm not sure that's going to be a series. Every, like every single week, we're going to do. Another, we might. I mean, we might do the next three, and maybe it'll all be different men from the Bible. But anyway, um, oh, our contact information, Matt. That's you. My number. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to quit doing that joke. <laughs> it's just like the third yeah, one in a row. Yeah, yeah. No, I just. I'm. Officially, do I need to call it something else? I'm actually going to say my number one time just to see. I don't think anyone's gonna even text me there. Probably not. That's sad. Oh, Anyways, so Instagram sad. is a not man enough podcast. On Instagram, you can DM there if you want to ask question or just give suggestions for topics or like the segments at the end. Anything. Like, yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, not necessarily mean we'll do it, but you know, right? But it would be nice are, to have suggestions. Yeah. Are awesome. And then, uh, I mean, not man enough podcast at gmail dot com if you want to email. And if, and if you are we checking you, that email, by the way, uh, I don't even have access to it. I'm, like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, <laughs> so yeah, we are. If you have emailed, I apologize. Yeah, uh, so. can you get access to it? We we have access to it. We actually, yeah, yeah, we have ac- just not on my phone. Like it boots me out every like few days for some reason. Okay, I don't know why. But on a computer, you have access. Yes. So if we it's, just. Anyways. Okay. So preferably Instagram or <laughs> or Twitter. We'll get that well, worked out. There's there's issues with Twitter as I've told you, Sam. No, I know. I forgot I, about this. And I know I forgot to actually tell uh you guys. But uh oh, yeah, for well, somehow I, I changed the name because I saw that a lot of other podcasts. They didn't put podcasts at the end of their name, they just had the name of their podcast. And so I, I it was originally not man enough podcast, and then I just went into Twitter and changed it to just not man enough. And then it locked me out, Whoa. like complete, like we're, like, you know like I can't even get on. I don't somebody's think anyone to, can get Somebody's on. gonna have to get Elon. But like I sent, I sent in I'll like a complaint him. and all that, you know, not a complaint, but like just saying like, hey, what's going on? Like this happened. It said to send in your 
complaint. basically rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, complaint. I don't know why. I, <laughs> so yeah, it is locked you out because you changed the name. To yeah, that? I have yeah. no idea why, man. It was so weird. It's persecution. It, yeah, it's persecution. Yeah, our, you know our Gmail. Like initially, that's why I lost access a long time ago. Was is the our name G- our Gmail? I think it triggered something. Flagged it and said we were breaking their guidelines. Yep. Yeah. By saying not man enough or something. I don't know. I had to. I sent in. It would never. It wouldn't give you. Uh, it would only send you a link to their. Like you know, we got enemies. Legal stuff. Already got enemies. We man. already got enemies. But our that Gmail's means we're doing something now. right. I sent in a complaint, <laughs> and they and opened, they it, did open. Okay. It, it, I, I expect for Twitter access. to be to come back up as well. It's just well, a matter of time. And if you do, if contact you're banking us on through, Twitter, it will never happen. But X, X. Will, I'm no, not. I'm just I just don't want to call it that. <laughs> I'm not calling That's it X. But, I, uh, I refuse. But like you know, it's almost. I just think of it. It's like those old guys who never give up on the. They just call the. Same thing. It's like you know, I people say click. <laughs> yeah, it's like when You're people so say <laughs> when people like, say clicker instead of remote. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was supposed to say yeah, that's real too. specific. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, man, <laughs> when you know when like old people say the thing and the thing. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean though. Like they won't give up on the. It's like no, no, no. This is what it was called in my day. So they just always stick. Y'all with know it. who else would not give up in his day? Hey. No. We want to know uh, all about it. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go. Uh, that, that was bad. No. You're bad. Sam, you're fired. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we'll edit that out. that's uh, yeah. So we are going to be talking about Noah today. So that's going to be our first uh, uh, man of the Bible. That but we're please talk about. do contact us on our social medias that don't seem to work at all. Yeah, it should be back up anyway. Yeah, pl- uh, hopefully <laughs> we got a couple weeks before anyone hears us. Yes, true. Instagram is working great. There you go. Yep. We got that. We have something. Anyway, so let's let's talk about Noah. Um, let's talk about the context of uh, when Noah comes along in the Bible, kind of what's going on, what we're just coming out of kind of as far as story arc and stuff like that. And um, I think that's going to help with a little bit of perspective and context of what's going on in Noah's day. So... Um, yeah, so let's talk about um, the idea that really it's important to even understand uh, Genesis 3.15 when mm-hmm. coming to Noah. Um, I, I believe in that that's important for all of Genesis is 3.15. And that is the promise of the seed of the woman. It's that important we, for the whole Bible. It really is. Yeah. I mean, if you don't understand, <laughs> it, it, it is crazy from Genesis Three fifteen to the end of Revelation, that verse it it really is the fulfillment of that verse three fifteen, and so um, yeah, so Genesis three fifteen talks about you know after Adam and Eve have sinned, um, you know God pronounces a curse upon the the serpent, and then He promises the woman that she will uh, that her seed will um, crush the head of the serpent. Singular. Yes, singular. Seed, singular. And, Genesis, and or uh, Galatians three. Yes, somewhere in Galatians three. Just so, just read the whole Bible. Yeah, just, just read the whole Bible. If you read the whole Bible, you'll know our references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it says somewhere. So from there, like you see Eve immediately when she has her first child, she's like, "Look, God has given me a a." Uh, I she, think says, it, she says man child. Man child, actually, in some some of the versions. I don't know what all of them say. Which sounds weird to us, but she literally just means a, a, a boy. She, he's giving yeah, me a boy. Yeah, and so she's already looking like 
for this seed yeah and this promised seed and so then we see essentially it's really important and now we're covenantal here and so we we read the text this way obviously that there are you you really see the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman in genesis and it really is a tracking of the seed of the woman and you'll see the seed of the serpent come up against the seed of the woman which is god's people um that he has chosen to to carry on that line of of what would ultimately be jesus christ but they had not all of the covenants to reveal all the details that we have now they they have this promise that um that the woman will have uh that her seed will crush the head and so we're coming out of that and then we kind of get the we get cain and abel and you get that that deal and then we get uh genealogies from that so basically you have the 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 seed of the serpent takes out the seed of the woman and so she has more children and then we're we're on to like you know um you've got the um you've got all the the names for that come from cain and then you've got all the names that come from help me out i'm forgetting seth Seth. Seth. yes thank you and that would be tracking the seed of the woman seth seth's line okay and so that's kind of where we're at right and um I think that you had something pulled up on that particular uh, thing where we're getting at the, I think Genesis 5, right, is where you're at? Yeah, so this is why genealogies are so important. Oftentimes, whenever we read genealogies, we think, you know, what's the point of this? This is kind of, you know, boring and, yeah. and tedious. It's like, why am I, why do I need to know this? But the importance of it is that it's tracking the seed. It's tracking the seed all the way down to Christ. And that's what we see even in the beginning of the Gospels where it talks about the descendants of Christ who is the promised seed. And uh, But we were going to touch on Adam a little bit, uh, the first man, but, well, we already kind of have, so we weren't really going to do an episode on that. Yeah. So we're kind of going down to Noah, and Noah is a very significant male figure in the Bible that also points us to Christ, uh, shows us he, he really is in a, in a lot of ways a a, uh, a a type of Christ where, in, in other words, he's pointing to him. Yeah. Um, but we see in Genesis 5, verse 28, and this is in the genealogy, that Lamech, who is uh, the father of Noah, it says, when Lamech had lived... 182 years, he fathered a son and called his name Noah, saying, Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief or rest from our work and from the painful toil of our hands. Now, you got to remember back in Genesis, the curse in Genesis 3, that by the sweat of your brow you shall work is the curse placed on Adam. And so what they're looking for is a descendant, the promised seed that's going to relieve them of the curse. That's, that that's is going, going restore to restore them. Restore them yeah. and give them rest. And so this is faith. Yes. This is faith. Yeah. So it's just faith looking forwards rather than now what we do is we have faith looking backwards to it, what Christ has done. But yeah. they were looking for the promised seed and it was hazy to them. They couldn't see clearly. Right. I couldn't see exactly who it was or who it would be because it hadn't been revealed totally yet to them. It's uh, 
progressive revelation. Yes. And so they're looking for this promised seed that's going to give them rest, that's going to uh, redeem them, redeem the earth from the curse, is going to uh, bless them. And uh, Noah's father was basically hoping that his son would be yeah. that one. If, if you look in um, Genesis and in, in you're reading through Genesis, take note of how important it is that the the line of uh, the seed of the woman that would ultimately be God's people and that would uh, carry the line of Christ, um, how important it is that they go find a woman not of this land or of that land, that they go back to their family and and, and marry someone not of the land when they're in Canaan and because those people are to be driven out and, and you can't be a, of that land. It's got to be, you know, it's such an important thing that the line of the seed is protected and you will see the people of faith all through Genesis pushing forward um, to basically protect this line of the seed. Yeah, it's God being faithful to his promise. Absolutely, because you see again and again that even when people try to mess it up, that he actually uses circumstances to bring it about still. Yeah. And it's, uh, he's well, faithful. Preserving Noah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that's, and so the, that's, that's God's faithfulness there in preserving that's, Noah. That's kind of where we're at here. I, I, <laughs> you know, we were talking about how, if we were even going to talk about the Nephilim or not, because that's such a controversial, can be controversial. I, I, we don't see it as that controversial here. Um, we do have a certain take on it, but it, it kind of the way that we're talking about it right now kind of leads into it a little bit of what we would probably think. Um, but maybe we won't have to get into that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully we can kind of skate around that. But anyway, so that's the end of Genesis 5. Um, we see that that um, there is a, uh, a hope that Noah will be this one that will deliver us, that will crush the head of the serpent. Um, yeah, so now we're in, uh, six and we see a rebellion. We see that, um, that men are doing what is right in their eyes. Um, which is evil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that's always, I, I was thinking that the other day, actually, this is not to derail too much, but the, we almost like to look at the world and think, you know, how could people be, you know, you look at the LGBTQ stuff, whatever, and you think, how are people this wicked and this so far off? But in reality, they're just doing what they want, what they yeah. see as good. It's right in their own eyes. Yeah. They're it's, like, it's what's right in their I guess own this eyes. is good. Uh, they're just fulfilling their desires. But yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. So, yeah, they're doing what's right in their eyes. In other words, they're deceived. There by is themselves. by by the enemy and also yeah self deception. Yeah. It's a it's a combination of both. They're handed over to what they desire, what their flesh desires. Okay, I'm gonna. Anyways. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I have to. We're gonna have to talk on the Nephilim. <laughs> I'm just looking at it more and more. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, that'd be good. I think it'd be helpful um, in tracing the. the yeah, if, if we understand that there's many different views on this, and if you hold a different view, that's that's fine. We. We understand that yeah, there's it's different not dogmatic. views. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if yeah. it makes you feel better, we're even like somewhat divided on this. We like between us four. 
So yeah. we are. Um, we don't even have like a all a very. But we, you know, we would all confirm internally divided. I, yes. I, I think that we would all fall in line on the main gist, though. Yeah, we're okay. So house divided against itself. Um, we can't okay, stand. Okay, so it talks about the increasing corruption on Earth, and it says that when man began to multiply on the face of the land, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God. Okay, this is where we would defer from a lot of other people that we would actually say that the sons of God are actually the seed of the woman. They're, they're in the line of the seed of the woman. We wouldn't, we wouldn't see them as fallen angels. Let's just be honest. Okay. We wouldn't. Okay. Um, the sons of God saw that the daughters of man, in other words, the seed of the serpent, you've got the two lines here. Um, and they, they saw that the daughters of man were attractive, and they took as their wives any they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit shall not abide in man forever, for he is flesh. His days shall be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came into the daughters of man, and they bore children to them. These were the mighty men who were of old, the men of renown. And so our interpretation is, is that the seed, the people that were of the line of the seed of the woman are starting to intermingle and marry um, outside of the, 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 their uh, people, essentially. They're going outside and marrying the, the daughters of men. And so there's this intermingling. And if you go later on, this isn't like nothing... If, if, if you're struggling, like, tracking with this, just go to, um, you could go to Exodus. You could go to um, Judges, the rest, the rest of the Old Testament, yeah. honestly. And Israel keeps on, one of their greatest sins is what? They keep marrying daughters yeah. from the nations that they're supposed to be driving out. Yeah. And so that's what we have a little picture of right yeah. here. And it's faithlessness because they're losing sight of God's ultimate plan. Yes. They're they're losing faith in it and saying, why does it matter if I go out here and I I just intermingle with these other people? And it's like they're not looking to the promised seed. They're that's not seeing right. the significance of the Messiah, the Christ coming and saving them, redeeming they're, them from that, all their sins. That's it. It's, it's a lack of faith. They're doing what's right in their own eyes. I mean, there's yeah. other things that come along with this. We see yeah. later on that there, there's violence. But basically, it seems in Genesis, the first first part of Genesis and Noah's story and, and this what's going on right now is that the world is, is on a route to lose that purity of yes. lineage. Yes. And so, and not just that, but it's like they justly deserve God's judgment. Absolutely. So because of that and because of all their sins. So then we go into after the, the, the paragraph on the Nephilim that you see the wickedness of man and God, God, God isn't going to forbear it anymore. And he is absolutely in the right to judge them for their sins. And so all of this comes down to ultimately, though, God preserving and, and really keeping his promise yes. and preserving the line. Yeah, I mean it's that's base. That's exactly what what's going on here, and it's you'll see throughout all of Genesis, God protecting His promise. When people try to mess it up, He He works it out in such 
and orchestrates things in such amazing yeah. ways to keep the lineage going. Like Jacob, and, Jacob and uh, Isaac, yeah, Rebecca, Jacob. You know, Isaac's about to give away the blessing to the wrong kid. He's about to give it to Esau. Yeah. Although the promise was going to the younger. Yeah. And here Rebecca deceives him with Jacob and deceives Isaac to give him the blessing to honestly the correct person. <laughs> Whether that was good of her to do that is well, disputed. Well, yeah, but well, it, that's disputed, but what's not disputed is that she had faith in the promise. She did, yeah. And that's what she was trying to fulfill. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's a little bit off subject, but it is in the line of it, where it we're going. It lays the groundwork. We yes. really need that groundwork to be laid to understand where we're going, not just with this episode, but with the whole series that we're doing. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally agree. Um. So let, let's talk about the judgment. Um, God looks down and he says, uh, the, the, okay, it says in Verse five. 6, 5, yeah. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens for I am sorry that I've made them but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord man that's a good verse right there sure is. <laughs> um, and the, before we start thinking too highly of Noah let's just think really highly of God right now and just see that he looked for a man that he could use yeah. and um, that he had yeah. mercy even on him. It's, it's, yes. it's, faithfulness. It's, it's not that it was like Noah's so great. It was more so God's like, I'm going to destroy everything, but I will have mercy upon one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it goes, it shows more about the mercifulness of God than it does the faithfulness of Noah. Cause we'll see later on in his life that Noah was just a man. Yeah. yeah. And that goes in. That goes into uh, verse nine, where it says, "These are the generations of Noah." But then it says, "Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation." Noah walked with God. And yeah. the question that we have to ask, if we're being honest, and we know that all man has fallen after Adam and inherit his sin nature, is Noah righteous in and of himself? No. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, he was righteous in comparison, most likely to those in his generation. I believe that's what it means by oh, he walks can, with God. In, in the same but, way that we as Christians are salt and light in the world. But does he have a perfect righteousness that is capable of justifying him before the perfect justice of God? No. no. And the answer is absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. I think, that we, I think a good cross-reference to this is go and see what God says later on in Genesis about Abraham. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so it yeah. says that Abraham believed God and it was credited to credited to him as righteousness. Yeah. Okay, so in God's eyes, he was now counted as righteous from faith in who God was and what he said he would do. And you even see Abraham's faith waver. You see him make bad mistakes. You see sin in his life, all these things. And we'll see even in Noah's life, there's sin later on. Yeah. That is actually mentioned. Yeah. Now there's sin here because, before, well, yeah. but it's not mentioned. Because we obviously we Noah due to the <laughs> Psalms and Romans. Oh man. That there's none righteous, no, not one. That includes these men. 
Yeah. Uh, but their faith in God, just like you're saying, was counted to them as righteousness. And we know that faith, even in and of itself, is a gift so that no one may boast. And that that's so essential to, to point out. And it's, it's faith in God. It's not in faith in anything else. It's not faith in themselves Absolutely and their own righteousness. No. But listen, this is key as well. It's also not faith in their lineage. No. The fact that they're among the line that's going to bring forth the promise seed. They don't have faith in that either. Their faith has to be in God in the promise seed itself. The object of their yes. faith must be Christ. No, it is. Though they don't see him clearly, as clear as this we do is, in, the, yeah. in the New Testament. But the thing is, is the Pharisees went into this pitfall, whereas Noah doesn't. Noah didn't go into this pitfall. Neither did Abraham. Um, in the sense where the Pharisees said, we are children of Abraham. We yeah. are of the line. Yes. You know, oh, our, yeah. our, our genealogy is clean, crisp, pure. Yeah. You know, therefore we must be saved. And it's like these people weren't saved because they were among the line that God was going to bring forth his promise. No. They were saved because they trusted in uh, the promise. Yeah. Do not mistake us for saying that's a good point because it also brings up this. Do not mistake that every single person that was in the line that carried on the seed. Um, you all right over there? Yeah. I just joked. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that like, okay, all of Israel wasn't saved. Even in Exodus, none of them even entered the promised land. Yeah. I mean, they were, most of them were unbelievers. And it's... Um, well, if, if you really get down to it, this tests your theology a little bit with, if you struggle with election <laughs> and predestination, then this is going to test your theology too. With Because obviously these men are chosen by God it's not, like you said, it's not of their works. It's not of the things right. they did. It's like they were chosen just like us before the foundation of the world to fulfill these things, to keep this promise, to keep this promise seed. And it's like, so if you don't have that correct theology of the sovereignty of God over all these situations, then yeah. you're just not going to, like, this is going to be nonsense to you. Like, it's not going to make any sense. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, it, it, if if you're not reading Genesis in light of Genesis three fifteen, like we said, you're you're gonna miss not just Genesis. You're gonna miss the whole of especially the Old Testament, but even yeah. beyond. Um, and it is really important to know that these people in Genesis are living off the promise that God gave them that there will be this seed yeah. that will conquer. And just like Sam said, it's not that they had faith in their lineage. It's the fact that they had faith in God that he would do what he said he was going to do. Yeah. And so they're looking and they didn't have all the other things that came along later. Like, okay, they didn't have the Davidic covenant to know that. Okay. The Mosaic covenant. The Mosaic covenant. They didn't have all these things that would later on have to be fulfilled in Christ. This is what they had. They had the promised yeah. seed. And so by looking at that, that promise that God gave and saying, you know what, God, I believe you and I believe that you will provide a seed. They looked forward to Christ yeah, and they, they didn't know the totality of it at all. Yeah. yeah but they just, um, I mean, you could just say literally, they just believe the words of God. Yeah. The same absolutely. As we do. Yeah. yeah. Is they heard God speak to them and they believed and they, that was, they believed up to the knowledge that they had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah. Hebrews, I have Hebrews eleven seven pulled up because we're just continuing. Yeah. Go, about, go ahead. And it's 
um, this is the, you know, some people call it the hall of faith. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's not yeah. a very good way to put it. Yeah. It's, it's uh, not, yeah, it's not, it's always called that though. Yeah. No. It's just, uh, but anyways, when <laughs> it, it just, talks to it just glorifies Sam's, man, Sam's, Sam's face just went into like, well, uh, it doesn't necessarily glorify man. Well, I mean, it's basically saying like hall of fame. All right. Y'all have it out. Let's no. go. No, I'm just kidding. The hall of faith that was gifted by God. True. Yeah. But that's too but long to say. They so did I'm have just going to say hall of faith. They did have faith. Good, mm, but yeah. I mean, okay. anyway, <laughs> continue. By faith, Noah, Sam. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But by faith, this is 11 7, um, Hebrews. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir, an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Yeah. So it's just continuing to see by faith and then it ends with by faith. Yes. So it's No, but, that's that's good. Um yeah, so it's by faith that he's living and I I don't think that we need to put outside of our um out of one of the things that we need to look at. Okay, so he's given essentially now the way that I read this and correct me if I'm wrong, okay, I haven't read a commentary in a while on it. Um, but the 120 years that it says that man is limited to, I don't take that as a limit on man's age. We know that men got older than that after this. The The thing that it did was it was 120 years that Noah was given to build the ark. Yeah. And so there was a countdown essentially for 120 years. Like there, there's 120 years for people to repent and get on this ark with you. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it's I mean, one is just merciful from God of saying, yes. Hey, this that's a long time period. Yes. To be, and, and back then yeah. it probably would have taken that long to build that. Yeah. 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 So um but but it, it set Noah, his faith did set him into action. And we do need to note that too, is that yeah. in our Christian life it's the same way. We don't we don't perform action so that we can become people of faith. It's because faith. we have faith yeah. that we even do anything and it's because yeah. Christ is working <laughs> I, in us. I mean, I mean we look, we, we know all that. Yeah. Christ is working in us. He's he's working and willing to do in our lives as as he sees fit. And so it's all Christ in that. But, you know, there there is something to that it starts with faith. That's what I'm trying to say here. Any actions Noah just went and started building a boat before that, right? Yeah. He believed yeah. God. And because he believed that God would bring a flood, it necessitates that he would build what God told him to build. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would. You would. You could even say it in the reverse way of that. Yeah. If, if he didn't build the ark, then, then he say, didn't really believe. Then it. he didn't really believe. That's what I'm saying. Meaning he yes. didn't have faith. Yeah, I, I think so he that, didn't. Yeah, because yeah. he would be like, well, yeah, he's not really going to flood the earth. You know? Yeah. Um. So he believed God, and 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 it did. Uh it did bring about action on his part, but, um, yeah. Where is it in James where it's like, you, I'll show you my faith by my works. Where is it? James four. Is it James four? Sure. Yeah. That's just immediately what I was. It, it does relate to this for sure. It also, I, I think what, what I like to point out as well, which everything y'all said is absolutely true, obviously, but on account of works, working out of faith as a natural, procession of faith they are distinct but one leads to the other yes also 
weakness of faith. So a person can have faith and be saved and have weak faith, and then therefore, Absolutely. because their faith is weak, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, yes. that they they'll they may be entrapped in sin. They may they may disobey God greatly in great many ways. I mean, we see David. Yeah. He's a prime example yeah. of that. Even Abraham, all, all, almost everyone that we're probably going to be talking about. But um, it's good to point out that in James as well, he doesn't talk about the amount of works. No. He talks about work. No, it's, what it's almost what like, works would be enough. It's almost like, yeah. And it, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it also comes right. down yeah. to like any faith. Which I it's have like, no. It's like, and, and, yeah. and we have to avoid the idea of perfection of faith or, you no. know, because then... If we say that, then it's like, okay, well, then it leads to like, well, perfection yeah. works. I've got the verse right here. It says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. I think that. So yeah. basically what his point is, is he's saying, you, you're, you're, make, saying. you're making a comparison of like, well, you're saying you believe, but, but look at my works. And he's saying, no, 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 no. Faith is producing works. Like I'll, I'll show you that I have faith. Because there are works, and he doesn't list an amount, just like what you were saying. So the again, the fact that Noah has an action of, of building the ark, the action of building the ark is his faith. Yeah, well, you would say he had a if he if he was just walking around talking to the people and or saying showing his faith, yeah, showing hey, his faith, showing his faith, yeah, and saying Sorry. God is going to judge the world in 120 years or whatever. You know, I don't think he gets the I don't know when he gets the date, <clears throat> and just walks around and says, yeah, God's gonna judge the world with a flood or you know massive flood and going to kill everybody but he doesn't build a boat but he doesn't build a boat like he's commanded to do not only is it, it it's not like he just came up with the idea of like oh yeah i right. guess i should build a boat because god it's like god commands him to do this directly but then you would say okay well his faith is dead there is no there's yeah. nothing he's just if he's just walking around just empty works yeah it's just we're, empty uh, works. We're, yeah. We're, we're we're not talking about like being perfect no and we're not talking I, about anything no. like that I, basically what we're saying is what jesus said to his disciples that um and it's kind of what james is getting at is that jesus says to his disciples is that they will they will know that you are mine by how you love one another yeah can, can <clears> i just go on so a, a little aside real quick which is kind of what we're already doing and then bring well, it right back. I don't know. Bring don't it right back. It's 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 on it's on what we're talking about right now. But yeah. just saying, like a lot of times, um, just in you know church life and stuff like that, we can think about our works as oh evangelism and the you know okay well preaching or like you know going bringing somebody a meal or something like that. But honestly, like works can be something so simple we forget like you saying a prayer for somebody somebody coming to your mind and you're like i'm gonna pray for them real quick and it doesn't have to be some um like great long prayer. like even just lord show them mercy and grace today like that's a good work no um, it, like it, yeah. it we don't have to make it into these just big things but wow that was something. Sorry, Sam. I'm just gonna hold Sam's, it. Yeah, or actually, I'll take that. Sam's, in your hand. Sam's whole operation over there, his his mic stand and everything, just completely fell apart. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, just I tried to. There. I tried to re. Uh, I tried really hard, guys. Put it put it back on there earlier, um, and it didn't really he, work he, whatsoever. Yeah, he was he was no, working. but 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 the point is, is like, don't sit there and and fruit inspect and fruit inspect and fruit inspect and fruit inspect. Just just love. 
the members at your church, seek the Lord, uh, and just have trust them. I mean, well, really, that's well. We don't need to get it mixed. Up. Like, and we've already caveated this. Your 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 works don't save you. Not even close. And if we said, oh, well, you have to have a certain amount of fruit to prove that you're a Christian, that's not what we're saying either because that's not biblical either. Any any amount of faith, your ob- the object of your faith is what saves you, which is Christ, and the weakest of weak faith that seems to produce this, like the most minute amount of fruit that might be unnoticeable to everyone around, God, God knows that person and and has saved that person we're we're not saying that um your quality of works is going to make you just like that much better of a christian or anything like that what we're saying is particularly in this story of noah kind of bring it back to noah is that all i'm trying to point out is that because he, he, he believed was a man of great faith he was a yeah. man of faith that we would all agree that if he didn't build the boat, he didn't really think that God was going to flood the earth. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's all I'm saying. And, and, and let me bring it back to how I think we should view it, not necessarily versus works. I'm not, I don't know that that's the right way to necessarily view this is like, well, we should have works. What I'm saying is, is he believed God and he saw a way of salvation that God gave him and he believed in that and he put effort towards it. What I'm saying is, is we grab onto the promise that we have in Christ and we hold yeah. on to that and we persevere in the faith by looking to Christ. Yeah. And that's kind of what he did. And now that's going to lead to actions eventually. Yeah. That in and of itself actually is a fruit by yeah. the way. Yeah, that is, I mean, what, it is interesting that Jesus says that the will of his father is that, you know, what is the will of his father? That everybody believes on me, right? Um, and so, we, we yeah, we're, we're not saying, hey, go out there and make sure that your fruit all adds up because you will be, I don't know what level of perfection you need to reach before you'll be satisfied, but you won't ever reach it. I don't know if that made sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even, you- just, even just the word fruit, think of the concept of fruit. It comes from a tree and it, it comes from the root you know, it, it's not produced in and of someone's self. And I think this is something that is a good segue into another and it also aspect grows of over Noah time. is that is that it didn't come from himself. This is something that was produced in him. And we've talked about this in the past, that it's through abiding in the vine that we produce, yes. that it's a, abiding in uh, the one who nourishes and strengthens our faith that we produce good works. And so yeah. Noah looking to he himself was looking to God, to the promised seed, to his redemption, his salvation. And this is what made him a righteous man. Yes. And this is what caused him That's right. by necessity to build an ark when no one else believed him, to preach to everyone, to flee yeah. the coming, coming judgment. To and, live through the scorn of and, building and, a boat yeah, on dry it land. Kind of, yeah, it, kind of, <laughs> right. it, it all comes down to the fact that he was touched by the gospel. That yes. the gospel and its and its base form, even though it wasn't fully revealed, was known was known enough for salvation to him, and it led him to do exactly what he did. Yeah, Noah was saved 
by Christ, just like we are. And and we kind of said that already. They looked forward, we looked back. But he's saved by the very same promise. Um, and he believed it. And 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 just like Sam was saying, we're by faith we are abiding in Christ and we will produce fruit. And that's what we have here with Noah. It's it's not that again, we I feel like we, we, we could hammer this home all day long. If you go listen to all of our podcasts, you will know yeah. what we believe. We're not saying, hey, man, you better be about working or you're not. <laughs> the truth is, is look to your, to your uh, Savior as Noah did. And if you want to be sanctified and you want to look more like Christ, then look to Christ. Abide in him, and and that's the only way it's going to happen. It's not going to be by rolling up your sleeves. Yeah, and also when you obey, do it th- with a thankful heart, and do it because you love him, not because you have to. Like do, have to in the sense of you're not you're not earning it from. That's the only way you can. Yeah, obey it's the only him. way you can. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way that you can obey him. Like I mean, give him like true obedience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that I agree with that. Is that the truth? Is is that the more that you are blown away by the gospel because you're looking to Christ the more that you will love Christ, the more that you love Christ, you will love your brothers and sisters in yep. Christ. Yep. It's just fact. I mean, and, and that's what I was saying earlier. Jesus was saying the same thing. He's like, you know how people are going to know you? It's not where you sit. It's not, you know, at the at the head part of the table. It's not going to be because of this reason or that reason. It's actually going to be people are going to know that you're mine. How? When they look at you, it's going to be because y'all have a love for each other. This is really good to point out because yeah. we live in a generation that could be just as wicked, if not more, than the the Absolutely. The, the, the generation of Noah and, and what he was facing in that time. And just think about, it's so interesting now with the LGBTQ, the plus, which means we all know what that means, you know, standing for pedophilia and stuff. Obviously, that's what they're heading towards. But you see the wickedness. I thought they were just fans of math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could they couldn't do two plus two. You know, they say five. But anyway, it uh, like if you think a man can become a woman, that's that's absolutely ridiculous, and you're just denying base facts of nature yeah. and everything. But anyway, that's kind of off. But we. <laughs> That's a side rant. But anyway, you see the wickedness of this generation. And even in the fact that in these homosexual revolution and and you name it, all these sexual sinfulness and, and all this, how they flip God's covenant upside down. They take what God used as a blessing in the Noahic covenant of his, of his rainbow, his promise to never judge the earth by water, by water again. He will by fire. Yeah. But they take his promise, and then this is just, it's got to be a scheme of Satan. Like, there's no way, like, this has to be something Satan contrived or inspired someone to do, because this is exactly what Satan loves to do. He loves to take what is good, flip it on its head, make it evil, shove it in God's face because, face because he hates God. And yeah. so he takes the rainbow, this beautiful sign it's, of God's covenant that he will no yeah, longer judge a, the earth by water of, and then uses it to yeah. show pride and sin. I was about to say, it's a, it's even a sign of, of mercy and humility with God. I mean, think of the humility it really of God. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And what does that community say? Pride. Yeah. And not, not it's pride in one of the most evil sins. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's actually I've thought that ever since the rainbows became a symbol for like uh, the queer agenda or homosexuality, whatever. I mean, it's just grown and grown, right? Um, it's blasphemous. Um, I think I heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, it really is blasphemous, man. It, it's 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 to the highest degree that we take what was it what was pointing to the gospel back in Noah's day, the um, something that God promised that He would never do to the earth again. It's actually for all people. Yeah, and I hate the fact, man, that whenever I see a rainbow now, the first thing I think is. Is LGBTQ stuff and it, not and not the Noahic yeah. covenant. I've tried to stay away from that. I, I I honestly think that Christians should not be shying away from the rainbow. I think that we should be taking ownership of it again. Yeah, but it, it's just it's difficult it's so because hard. the world interprets it I differently. Know. Like you yeah. can't wear a rainbow shirt and someone not think gay. I know it's crazy, but it's like it's it's because we let them get away with it at first and we let it set in. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying go drive around with rainbow flags on your truck or anything. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is we we shouldn't yeah, do every time we see like we shouldn't cringe if we have if we you're going to have your pastor pulling you aside and be like, hey. "Yeah." Yeah, no. Um we do need to have wisdom in that, but at the same time, I think that it it belongs to God and it belongs to Christ and I don't I don't and mind saying that's, that. So, well, and something that's that's glorious is that when he comes back it it will be reclaimed. Yeah. Um, not that it's not his already; it is his. But everyone will know. Oh, this rainbow was his the whole time, and what? I will. I have to bow the knee. Yeah. Let, let's uh, talk about the symbol of the rainbow because you were um, reading out of one of your commentaries right before we started the show, and it was really good. Um kind of talk about that like in a little more detail we kind of barely hinted at it but yeah it, a symbol it, i think i read that it's a symbol of like a war boat like war bow and uh from the hebrew the hebrew word is symbolic uh, it means war bow and in a sense the bow is facing upwards in a sense yes. to where like the arrow would be pointed back to God. So it's like God is swearing on his own nature that he will not do this again. And we see that in Hebrews too. I forget yeah. which chapter, but by two unchangeable things of which it is impossible for God to lie, we who yeah. have fled for refuge, you know, have a assured yeah. steady anchor in Christ. I forget exactly where it is. But basically, it's the same concept. It's like God cannot lie, and he will never break his promise. Yeah. And he gave us a sign, a symbol of that, that he will never do that. And that, like, basically, uh, he called it a self-malediction, basically saying, if I were to do this, you know, which obviously he won't. I mean, it's just, it's for our faith, you know. It's you, for us. That, like, yeah. it's the same thing, like, what we last talked about in communion we need signs we need symbols and stuff like this to help us in our faith so to help us see uh in a more tangible way what it is that god has promised to us we see that in communion yeah we see that in baptism and obviously it's not just that but but yeah like i, I wanted to talk about this too that that noah really typifies christ also in the sense of Noah was in a wicked time preaching to wicked people, yeah. telling them to flee the wrath to come, to flee the judgment mm -hmm. and get in himself 
to yes. that that get in the ark, get in like in uh and then that goes into and I think first Peter First Peter mentions Christ. Basically uh a ba- he talks about baptism. Um and he talks about basically being if I'm not mistaken, and I know Matt, you got to pull up, it's like kind of like you you've been baptized into Christ. You've been you've went through the water. And he's not talking about physical water because he even says it's not the water that washes off dirt. He's talking about yeah. being being born again. Baptized in the spirit. Yes, and into Christ. And he talks about um that essentially that's symbolic of being in Christ and that that ark symbolized Christ. And he is our refuge. He is our, our haven. But if you wanted to read that, Matt, if there's a section you'd like to read. Yeah, I'll just read starting in. It's First Peter 3, uh, verse 20. Because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. There it is. But yeah, like just as just as uh, Noah preached this, this message to people to flee from the wrath to come, just as Jesus preached the message of people to flee the wrath to come and take refuge in him, Yes, we also preach the same message. That's right. To a world that is so much like the world Noah lived in. These people that didn't believe him, obviously would not believe him thought probably thought he was a lunatic and it's like people think the same thing about us because of the message that we share with them back then they're like what do you it's gonna rain like water from the sky what the heck are you talking about and then it's like you mean god's gonna judge us like yeah whatever bro and it's like yeah (laughs) they said bro back then too and uh (laughs) that's hebrew the original hebrew yeah yes but uh it was it was a real (laughs) raspy in the age yeah but like in the in the same way, people think that we're crazy because we say that God became man and died on a cross and rose again. Yeah. Well, they also it's, yeah. It's so it, it's like so similar. It's like incredibly similar. And like if you can't believe that God flooded the earth in the way that He did, how are you going to believe this gospel that is fully revealed? Yeah. And, and it, but but that's the message and, that we have. Oh, that's yeah. the message that we go out and we trust that God's going to bring forth fruit that people will be saved because he has promised to. And it's not relying upon us, our skill of sharing this message, but upon God and his Holy Spirit working in the hearts of people, which yeah. is always an encouraging yeah. thing to remember. But that's the sort of similarity not, and, and stuff between knowing yeah, Christ. Yeah, there's... um, Yeah, no, I mean, God will bring in his people and into, um, metaphorically speaking, into the ark. Um, and like we do go out with the same message and it is kind of like this, it is, it's like, okay, this time the earth will, you know, Christ is returning in judgment and it, all this will melt away and it'll be fired by fire this time, not by water, it'll be by fire. And people do look at you like you're crazy, just like they would have looked at Noah. And so you're right, but Christ is, he is returning and, and he judgment is coming and we we must rest in him and we must 
take our refuge in him. And that's the message that we bring to the world. And that's how Christ fulfilled that, you know, aspect of like, we see Noah and we see a man who preached, who was, um, who, um, gave a way of escape and yet people rejected him. But here we have Christ and, and he ultimately gave the true way of escape, right? Not not just from physical harm, but, but from, uh, from our sin and, and from uh, eternal uh, punishment. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, um, just, just to kind of give you an idea of kind of how we're, we're tracking through this and, and what I meant by Christ centric. Um, that's kind of where we're coming from with all of these stories, but we do have a segment coming and I don't know if y'all, y'all know what, what's coming but it's um it's that time it's that time for oh, man. is it manly oh man oh man It's back. That, that quote just fits so well. All right. Everybody got their... Uh... Oh, I got my own, so I need a little switch. Yeah. That's my other one. Just switch me. This is good. Okay, I can tell you've been watching Home Improvement based on this one. <laughs> I no, I didn't get it from that. Oh, okay. There's just been a couple episodes on Home Improvement that have to do with that, but okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, well, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I, I forgot. I guess I won't go first. Wait, never mind. We, never mind. We, um, we've kind of changed it up a little bit just so people know that we were kind of finding it hard just to say, is it manly? Because there's only so much you can do with that. So now we might have terminologies like, is it ever manly to do this? Or could you still be considered manly after this happens or something? So the terminology is going to be a little bit yeah. different. Still centered it's around like, it's same thing. still the same yeah. thing. I'm just, you know, manly stereotypes. That's really the, that's basically, it. that's basically it. All right, go for it, Matt. All right. Um, is it ever okay for a man to have his wife open a jar for him? I have strong opinions about this one. <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, that'd, is that'd be he, interesting if that happened. It's not manly, is, but it does happen. If if the words is he cripple? <laughs> yeah, that that see that's you can't. You know, he doesn't have hands. The, no, the he's, outliers his don't. hands are okay, sweaty because he's been slaving all day like to provide we, for yeah, his family. Like we just okay. said, it's stereotypes. So the outliers do not. You know, you can't you can't use the weird outliers like ah oh, maybe he was born hey, with the, with I, a nub or something. You know, I take this one personally because like I like. You ask your wife regularly? No. Oh. She'll ask me to, and like if I'm struggling getting it, she'll be like, let me try. I'm like, no. Oh, like, no. Like, no. I, I, and I'm not going to say it hasn't ever happened that I've set it down to go get something to help with it. 
Like one of those, you know, those little grip things. Yeah, those grip things. Sometimes are awesome. your hands are just sweaty. No, those yeah, thi- those grip no, things I've, make I've had me feel less a man, though. I know it, do. I, it does. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes, like you're, you might have like you were cooking, you have some type of oil or whatever on your hand, and it's still slick. Oh yeah, yeah, it's happening. Or it's hundred degrees outside. Yeah, and so you turn around to get something like that, and then I, I promise you, I've loosened it. I've loosened it, and it was That's ready nice. to go. And then I and then I and then I turn around. And it's I'd like, sooner break the jar over my knee. Well, let me complete let the story. Anytime she does it, I just toss the jar violently against the wall. There, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, it, it's it's yeah. not manly if you have your wife. No, it, I think anytime your wife, if your wife, girlfriend, whoever says, well, or a you woman say, wife, let me rephrase yeah. that. If you say to them, "Hey, I need your help." Doing this thing that's anytime you ask a woman for help when it when it relates to a physical like hey I can't lift this you want to come lift this for me like all right come on man come on you better be crippled unless it's your legs and you're crippled yeah yeah Yeah, I mean there better be you better be like that in that case still a man still man you better be crippled then then it comes from the comes from within you know but all the other times it's outside. (laughs) It's okay, all, so it's all outward. Well, 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 here's the question: Has that ever happened to y'all? No. Oh, whatever. I don't believe you. No, well, your scenario. Y- uh, yes. So here's the thing: is okay. I don't. But I've never asked. For I don't help. find no, myself ever. opening no. just that many jars. I don't typically buy things that are jarred that are <laughs> that are hard to open jarred. at least. Jarred. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Jarred. Yeah. And also, also things. at the moment, me and Matt are roommates. That's so jarred. So the only. So even then, I just don't really go into that situation that much. Well, then the scenario is, is it ever mainly to ask your roommate to open something for you? I mean, as long as he's a man. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean, it could be a challenge. Just like, as yeah, long as your wife is a man, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. If she has a beard, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Matter? No. It's a no. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. It's no, it's not. Man. I would, yeah, like you said, I would rather like break the jar before I ever. Yeah. Go as to the store as, and buy another one. As soon as it comes into over. my hand, like if you put it in my hand, it's, it's not leaving. It's not leaving. I don't care who it you is. Know, another not, guy can be like, ah, let me get it. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to break my wrist. <laughs> I will try. You, you, you have definitely handed stuff to me though. and been like, Dude, my hands are wet. I can't like. That's different though. That's when I'm not thinking about my manhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, like, I don't care. Now I'm really focused. Now I'm really conscious about it. So it's like, yeah. Now, now we're all going to be like fighting over the jars. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do when I get home is I'm going to take every jar out of the fridge, pop Tighten the top them. on it. <laughs> I'm going to pop all the tops, get rid of them, and just like put saran wrap saran over the top. You're <laughs> like, I, sh- I promise you, I am not insecure. Have you seen those? Have you seen those memes where it's like when your wife is giving you the silent treatment and it's like how to fix that and the guy goes into the refrigerator and just starts tightening all the jars (laughs) (laughs) that's good good. i like that all right sam what you got okay this one says is it ever manly to buy a robot lawnmower uh, this one was mine. Is that i didn't know that was a thing yeah Yeah, no it is now so i had a yeah i overheard a conversation and they were talking about it's like the little, you know, iRobot things or whatever that vacuum your house. But having one of those for your yeah. for lawn. your lawn. Yeah. Interesting. And all I could think was, man, that sounds so Wussy. Like, pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Which it, 
Man, I don't. I, I wouldn't I'm say so. Like this. an, a, no, an no, advance no, no. in technology that helps you. Like we have so many Man, of those things. Okay, well listen, is, listen to my argument. This is what leads you. No, 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 no. This, no, this is what no. leads you to Wally, where we're all riding around on a bunch of wheelchairs, <laughs> fat and overweight. Yeah, you I are cut my you grass with scissors. Actually, we don't yeah. even cut our grass. Somebody else does it, but whatever. Oh, that's not manly. Someone get on to him. <laughs> you live in the same area we do, Sam. The same person who cuts I, my grass cuts yours, I too. I, I don't, I don't no have a robot lawnmower, but I'm always, I, I have kids, so they do. But it. that's different. You're, you're, you're in a place of authority saying, hey, you go mow the lawn. Yeah, that is manly. I'll, that is a little more manly. I will be honest with like you. I don't even have to tell me, my kids yeah. to mow the lawn. They, they love it. it. They, they do. They they love it. Yeah, I like, don't I like, you give them I money? I always like to do that too. No, no, you don't. Dude, like I was the normal the one who hated it because it was hot outside. Yeah, I had to oh, tell him to do it. Yeah, it's so like it's so relaxing, man. You can just zone out and just. It's such a man thing too. Like you know, get you a okay. Nice but going back to my argument, though, I'm going to present you with an argument. You can make use that same logic and go back anything. in time for like a chainsaw. And then or say, picking up say, a boulder and not wanting a bulldozer. And then say, okay, is it ever manly to use it's a chainsaw? Still, <laughs> still operating it. Is it ever manly to do that other than so to use a regular saw? Hold using? on. So, so now we're getting into the technicality. So if you could sit in the cool of like drinking some iced tea and you just had a remote control to control it, you'd be fine. Absolutely. That's to see, that's a little cooler though than just like. I don't know. It you sounds pretty care. awesome just to like the thing just starts mowing your lawn. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't sound awesome. I'm just saying, is it manly? I don't care if it oh, is it's or not, not manly. I would, I would have it. It's yeah. not manly. Dude, I'm arguing against it. I'm saying so it's, this neither, is, it's not right. unmanly. All right, let's, That's for I'm sure. Not, I'm not saying it is either way or not. But Oh, yeah, you are. Let's flip oh, this scenario. Oh, you certainly are. You come home and your wife's like, hey, look at this new thing I bought. It's a jar opener. Sweet. That's not related at that, all. That it's makes everything it's completely easier. Completely related. No, it's not. Yeah. That makes everything. And then easier. she goes, "I don't need you anymore." <laughs> okay. Well, that's a stretch. That, that is the consequence of that it, happening it for is. sure. Ten just, times out of ten, she will leave you if you get a jar. We'll try having it. more kids, Linda. <laughs> it's like they first they get robots to take out the, the trash. The scenario. Robots to mow the lawn. I mean, then women just take over the world. I don't like it. That you got a like good a, point. The, the pop we're on our way to Wally. Leap. It, we are on our way to Wally for sure, actually. I mean, America is pretty much already like Wally. Yeah. You see yeah. a bunch of fat people that can't do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It is. On their cruise ships. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Have you ever been on a cruise? I haven't. No. It's, 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 fattest fattest yeah. it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I'd love to. I mean, it is a place of gluttony, though. I was about to say, they might as well just call it Gluttony Express, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So, Trent, what you got? Is it ever manly for a man to voluntarily take voluntarily take his woman to an opera? No, no, no. Well, if, if, no. Unless you're Bruce Wayne's parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you gotta stick to the story, man. You real, gotta stay real with manly. It. Otherwise, what's there. what origin? I mean, will never be a Batman if that doesn't happen. Exactly. It's mainly because your sacrifice created the greatest superhero. Exactly, about. man. It's like with I'm going to this. Sacrifice. We're going to this opera because our son's gonna be Batman. Yeah, that's that's it's, what it's you gotta say. In that instance, first, what, what are we gonna do after so, the opera? So Don't is worry that about what you're that. telling your wife as you're bringing her? Like, hey, this is gonna end badly. <laughs> No, 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 no. You don't tell her. It only ends badly for you. Your kids go on. I mean, you think about it. It's like 
Never mind. I can't make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> write, it, write it down. Write it down for later. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll write it down for later. If B wow. out of context, it sounds horrific. So you're saying it's a positive thing for your kid for him to like live in terror. <laughs> <laughs> you dress up as a bat flying through the No, I mean, first okay, of Okay, let's put this in a real life. Hold on. Let's let's put this in a real life context. You know, have you ever seen the people that really think that they're superheroes in real life and wear the uniforms they try and walk down the street and like... Have you ever seen those videos? Yeah, there's one around us. No they're in like 2020. You should look it up. Okay. Yeah. Vigilante. He wore, a, he wore like a... No, Black he wasn't suit. a vigilante, man. And like carried swords around and stuff and like fought crime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay, even so, kidding. So you're going to look art- like that guy. I read a whole article about it. Dude had a dude had a look like a pretty legit costume. Yeah, I bet he did. So anyways, his, it's he easy. just got bored it, in his mom's yeah, basement. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I was about to say. It's yeah. easy when you have no rent and just yeah. live in the basement. I mean, just remember as a man, it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. True. Yeah. Uh, but just speaking Y'all of got op- that reference, right? Of Everybody course, got the reference? Course. Okay, just making yes. sure. I was about to say. But speaking of operas, operas are just like, I don't understand operas. Oh, yeah, no. They, they make they're horrendous. It's, it's, yeah, it's just like, no. I don't know that. I don't if, think I'd ever think of doing that. To be I, I'm going to offend That's you're I'm gonna offend some people right now. But I view operas kind of like I view like heavy death metal music or whatever, where it's like, what's the point if I don't understand what you're saying? Yeah. I view, it makes no sense. I view that's not. I view opera as like that's kind of silly, Matt. I mean, <laughs> it's because you now. listen to that. <laughs> like, well, like if so, I don't understand the lyrics, well, no, there it's is like, no point. You know it's still you, music. It's like instrumental, right. instrumental music. You need to get better at scream interpretation. Well, then, then it's just instrumental. Don't add. I, nonsense lyrics it's like listening to vo- hey, music vocals, you don't know it vocals, makes no sense vocals can work vocals are pretty much like an instrument as well man it adds it adds and i gotta tell you the opera is horrendous it's it is sad yeah i would i would sooner i i listen to some heavy metal but the screaming stuff that i listen to i can understand what they're screaming yeah it's it's, so it's a little bit different yeah if you can it's understand very it pronounced fine. screaming yes here's the thing i think the opera is just it. like i think it's just too bougie for us to even understand yeah we're not like i think it's just going, too oh. fancy for you know maybe like rich men it's, it's like oh yeah you know oh yes let's go to the opera it's one of those when things have caviar and <laughs> yeah. yeah it's one of those things it's just like it it's to make people feel self-important you know it's like they, 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 <laughs> this they, is to everyone who ever goes to an opera. No, 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 you've been to an every, opera, you're, no, 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 not everyone, but the people yeah, who not like man's parents. Yeah, no, they actually went. Okay. So they it, wanted to, see, create they if, they if I was forced to go to the opera. Okay. If I was forced, you better believe I would have the little binoculars on a stick though. Oh, oh <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and I would create some would, odd accent. That's like, a, I would somehow yeah. have a top hat that would annoy the people behind me. No. And, and a then, monocle. And a monocle. Oh, oh yeah. Man, you beat me to it. A monocle. And a yes. cane. Absolutely. You're just penguin at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's kid's going to come <laughs> beat me up in the balcony. Yeah. Wait, I'd right. be dead in that instance. All right. Yeah, and then you'll turn around and be like, John Wilkes Booth? No, I'm just like, yeah. um, that wasn't an opera, man. That was a play. Whatever. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah, man. <sighs> whatever. One's okay. understandable. So is is it okay for a man to listen to music with primarily 
female vocals. Okay, I'm going to change this a little bit because I think this is what it's actually trying to say is for a man to mostly listen to all of his music, like that, all yeah, the music that he yes, listens to, okay, is, yeah. is primarily female vocal, female, female vocals. singers. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that's not manly. So if you're listening to like, um, I think I see Matt over there sweating a little bit. I I actually like. I, there's don't actually a to lot of female vocalists. But I don't listen like. to okay, a ton okay. Of it's hard female. for Matt because he is Beyonce's number one fan. <laughs> Number two, Spotify told me. See, but I see. <laughs> no, we we typically go a different. No, I don't listen to a lot of females. But the one good thing about female artists, the one good thing about females, the one good thing about females, <laughs> I don't listen to females. That's all I heard. <laughs> oh, true. Speaking of not listening to females, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Actually, it's something about I don't know. I think, oh, it, you, I think it totally uh, depends on the genre of music they It does. Do. It does. Like, like I think Param- Paramore is one of my favorite bands. I love Paramore. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. Uh, but yeah. they're like rock. But I'm not. you're not going to catch me listening to like stinking, I don't know, like Olivia Rodrigo. Hey, you'll, you'll catch me listening to is. Mariah Carey. That's for sure. Especially around Christmas, Christmas time. time. Christmas yeah, time. Christmas time is completely different. I mean, nothing's wrong with Mariah Carey. I like no, not Mariah at all. Carey. So. I mean, you know, it's. There's we belong it. together. Yeah, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that song. Actually. Yeah, it's good. There's, yeah, very, I like a lot good. of. I, I'm not super picky, honestly. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, if I feel it, like it sounds I, good. I can I'm listen, listening to it. I but. can listen to female vocals just fine, but but there is a but. There is yes. <laughs> it's it. You can. It, you definitely if it can go too far, like like when all they're singing about is like crushing on a dude or something yeah no like and that's yeah, all you their can't music? relate to you, that you, actually you most like, of the music no, that man. i listen to with female vocals is like super depressing like it's like very sad music or or well, sometimes not even that sometimes <laughs> sometimes <yeah>. it's <laughs> a woman yeah whoa well, hey <laughs> anyway. yeah that is the problem with female vocals that's why i always i always struggle with like when girls w- listen to a bunch of guys sing <laughs> but for a is, woman, it's different. Well, I'm saying the the relating issue of like because in the context, if you're listening to a girl talk about a guy, you're like, unless you're thinking I'm that guy. Well, that's it's like but, you can't sing that song. But to that's what girls song. typically do when they listen to a yeah. song by a country singer or something. She's like, oh look how he treats, you know, his woman or whatever. And or it's like truck. that's not true. Yeah, his truck. How he treats his <laughs> truck, and they're like, I wish I, I was want that a guy truck. with a clean truck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was that truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what all their wives are saying back at home. Yeah. Man, I wish you talked um, about me like you talked about your truck. Um, I, I, you know that's been said before. Yeah. It's there's good. definitely been hey, said before. You know what? I you think that we better end this episode me. before I have to edit a lot. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you I'm probably just already do. Let's no. end it on Matt's joke he was going to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm really curious to hear that. In the podcast, no. No, no, no. It wasn't about hating women. It was no, about no. hating... Oh, I thought you were going to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nobody would have known if I did or not. Um, but was, I was hoping you would, like, play music and mute me as you started to... Well, anyways, I'll yeah. tell the joke as soon as All we... in good jokes and fun, everybody. Yeah. Well, if they don't know that by now, coming from us, then... They if you're new, listening I'm anyway. not a terrible yeah. person, I swear. But just remember, <laughs> if you're going to see an opera... Make sure your son's going to be Batman. Yeah, We'll true. see you next time. And make sure you open all the jars yourself. True. Later. <laughs>